0: welcome to the nailed it wall
1: ah! welcome to episode 42 of the nailed it wall we're back people we went on a little hiatus break what would you call that
0: um i don't know regrouping
1: regrouping little home learning yeah. adjustment a little bit of craziness this week we're gonna catch you up on our lives what we've been up to talk about the future moving forward in education in arizona It feels good to be back, people, so Mm -hmm. buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy.
0: And I'm Mrs. Schofield.
1: It's hard to believe that we've been on, I don't even know what we're going to call it, sabbatical, hiatus, (laughs) like any other word you can think of, for almost two months. But when you think about those two months, it's also exciting that we were turning out episodes almost every single week Mm -hmm. for the past year, which, you know, it's a grueling grind in terms of our own personal lives and being teachers and Mm -hmm. but these those are things that we love to do and you know our first episode was on june 24th so it's like this is like in our almost our 50th week of doing this and you know we've turned out 42 episodes starting today
0: that's just so crazy isn't it like it's it's truly amazing you know and i think it would be it would have been so bizarre if we had not taken a break because you know a lot of life came at us, you know. It was it was a crazy time.
1: Insane is a, would be an understatement, I think, <laughs> uh, when, we, when we think about that. Uh, but as we start every episode, we want to hear how have you nailed it this past week?
0: Well, well, so past week. I mean, I think I can pull from anywhere from the last, you know, two months. But um, you know, my I had a really good failed it so i was picking up some coffee actually i was gonna i was bringing you a coffee and i'm not amazing at um at mobile ordering like i do all right you know but i stick to my same routine and so i know my store but i was not near my store i was coming back from a hike with with our buddy joe lynn and um Hootie hoo to her and Hoodie-hoo. so I changed the location I changed the location to what I thought was the Starbucks I was driving to and when I, and I just happened to get out of my car and you know like we are both kind of on the same page where it's like it's kind of a commitment to go in into a store any type at this point like it is kind. like I really try and not do that as as much as I would have normally and so I just happened to get out of the car and go in to pick up my mobile order and it is not there and they're so nice and they're like you this is not our store <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but they're so cool and they made made the drinks and all was well and I went on my merry way but um, you know it's nice to know that. I still, on a regular, fail it, like, all the time, like, all the time.
1: Fail forward, my friend, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I felt like the Starbucks employees have been so thankful for everyone coming into the stores, and it's been so good to kind of, that little normalcy, and, like, that's such a big you know, part of my life and, you know, the announcements, we'd have Starbucks every Thursday and just to have a little Starbucks back, um, where you can actually go in and pick up your mobile orders is pretty nice.
0: You should have seen how excited they were though, when I walked in because, you know, they don't have this and you know, I'm a people person, so I totally could relate and I could feel their need for human connection. And they were so excited, literally everyone in the place. And they were like, six employees, which I thought, we're pretty, we're pretty stocked here, but, um, they all stopped and they were like so excited and like, thank you for coming in. And so I just, you know, so support your local businesses, everyone, because, um, it's been a tough time. Yeah. You know?
1: It truly has. And, you know, it's hard to believe that we're coming to the end of our third full week of summer. We're going to try to come back every other week during the summer. So we're we'll to do like a podcast every other week throughout the summer, Until we get back into the school grind where we can kind of go every single week. And the cool thing about what we learned about all this too was... You know, we recorded three podcasts via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And, that was really you know, cool. uh, Chris Woods, uh, who runs the Daily Stem, does a Daily Stem newsletter. Uh, he was so awesome in helping us out. I'm like, how do you record your podcast? Like, when you're not together, uh, we did one with me, you, and Tony, like, all That's at right. our house, and Joe Lynn. Yeah. Uh, me and you did one together, uh, all via Zoom. And, you know, me and you were really good about the social distancing. We talked about before everything shut down we were together um, you know on that Friday or that Saturday and Sunday before spring break mm-hmm. you know gearing up to go to astro camp not having mm-hmm. any clue of like you know what storm was on the horizon in terms of Hashtag #truth you know what was actually going on in Arizona where yeah. we're looking at the, the number of cases number of reports and then we went in a long time you know, without seeing each other, mm-hmm. like, uh, so, but it's cool to still be able to connect via Zoom mm-hmm. uh, and still do the podcast. And now it's like, you know, if we, we want someone on the national scale. Uh, we know how to do that. And it's such a cool thing that, you know, people are so willing to help us learn how to do that and how easy it was. And you're like, I, I got this thing. I'm like, oh, I think we'll go with this Zoom thing. This is what he does. And it was just so awesome uh, to still be able to kind of keep the podcast uh, together, which, you know, and, but it's also nice to to be together for the first time, you know, kind of doing this, and we didn't see each other for, you know, probably a good month and a half or mm-hmm. so. Um, one day you came by with coffee, yeah. drive-through coffee, and uh, that line uh, was long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, and then you you grab something there, so it's uh. It's awesome what how technology can bring us together and you know still be disconnected and how many friends have connected. Uh, we talked about your birthday party, how cool that was, and all these people connecting uh, via uh, Zooms and Google Hangouts. My nailed it. Wait, hold on. Can I just oh, say something? you sure
0: you nailed it. You know, it's funny. Is like it, we had wanted to do that for a long time, right? Figure out the distance um, recording. Um, But, you know, it's like you forget that when you're forced into a situation that you you didn't like that wasn't an ideal situation for us for anybody. Um, But then you adapt and then like there was that really cool thing that came out of it. And it kind of forced us out of our like what we would normally do and it put pressure on us to figure it out. And so it was this opportunity to like adjust or just have to stop. And like we learned like you know, it was, we, we allowed that to be a growth thing, which I think was really cool.
1: And then there's also the thing too, is like, you know, we're like, we, we, we got to keep this going through mm-hmm. the summer. We started it last summer and you usually go to California for a couple of weeks. And I usually go back to Maine and Massachusetts for a couple of weeks. And so we're like, we're, we have to learn how to yeah. like bring our stuff and record. And so like we can be in two different se- separate places and kind of do that. So, um, eventually we're going to have to learn it. And, you know, with all this stuff going on, kind of forced our hand a little bit
0: yeah we we rallied and now we have this new skill
1: yes now I nailed it this week Um, I had this under the sink I had some water damage and it's like you know like the thing was just like a black hole sucking in all of our cleaning supplies I didn't even know it was in there just because everything was being sucked in there and I saw her, like the what, what kind of wood? would you call that? Like
0: I think it's pressed board, isn't it? Like particle. Yeah, board? particle
1: board. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, I, I sent you a message. I'm like, do you think I should just rip this off? And, and <laughs> you were really joking. I, that rip I that was. Thing out. I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna tear this whole thing out and and uh, rebuild it from there. And you're like, whoa, 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 cowboy! You're like, I, if you rip that out, it's gonna tear out the entire uh, the entire uh, cabinet yeah. there. So like everything kind of goes through there. I, I didn't want to take your advice. I just wanted to tear it up, rip it out and kind of rebuild this. And then I text my buddy, Eric, you know, he does a lot of these projects and he's like, oh, what you got to do, you got to get a build on top of it. And, <clears throat> uh, you know, and so I had to build this, you know, brand new floorboard on top of it. Uh, you were a big help in the, uh, in the nail gun, like the air compressor And uh, it was pretty, uh, you know, just one of those little home projects that you're you're, you're super proud of how it came out, Mm and it it did come out good. Mm -hmm. So I was pretty proud of it there uh, in terms of our Nailed It. Now, 2020, it's it's been a crazy year, you know. Uh, I think of, you know, we lost an entire quarter of school Mm -hmm. uh, in Deer Valley in Arizona. I think of some of the schools that are, you know, are just finishing up right now, like talk about that grind and everything and and the toll it's taken on those families and teachers Mm -hmm. and people working just like, you know, how are they staggering to the end there? And, you know, so I feel like our kids were very fortunate in the sense that they got three full quarters uh, with these amazing teachers at our school and and that education. And, you know, they only had experience that one quarter versus like two quarters or a quarter and a half. And, you know, as 2020 started, you know, there was the big thing in Australia, like we were trying to coordinate something uh, with SheMaps of how we could support them. Um, we did a drone conference with them at the beginning of the year. And then the fires, I mean, it was just like, you know, devastating to kind of see wow. uh, the footage every day. Our man Lincoln actually went to Australia during all these fires to the Australian Open, did a great piece for our announcements. Uh, On the Australian Open is one of my favorite pieces of the entire year. Um, Each day that he kind of like sent those back uh, to us. And even when the home learning thing started, you know, it's like so much of that had had shifted from like the Australian fires, wombats. Tell us what what we learned about wombats. Oh my
0: gosh, wombats are legit, man. Um, You know, well, we're, you know, I think that that's something I want to explore a lot more, but that I had seen. I don't know if it was on Twitter or wherever, but they were saying that um, during the fires, wombats have these huge burrows underground, and and wombats, as we now know, are quite large, right? They they are pretty huge. Big. <laughs> They're they're pretty large. You should definitely look them up if you haven't already. They're huge. I was kind of thinking like a prairie dog or yeah. something in size, and they are they're large, and so anyway, they would um, bring other animals into their burrows, and you know, it's like. I think that's that's such a beautiful um, visual for just anything, anything that we've gone through in 2020 is like that sense of community and taking care of others and like that selflessness, you know, and um, I just, that one resonated with me. I was just blown away by that mentality and yeah, poor Australia, they got shellacked.
1: And then wombats were actually accepting other animals into their burrows, yeah, which I is really like such already- a, such an awesome, awesome thing that they yeah. were doing there. And then so, you know, who did this drunk when... You know, the COVID thing really hit and schools closures. They were doing like these daily STEM lessons that they sent to us, and they're like, We want you to incorporate with this. And so I was like, You know, that partnership, like we were willing to work, you know, help them out, you know, down under. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, I got so busy, I still need to respond to her and be like, Thank you so much. It was just, you know, such a crazy time Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, I didn't use that resource. And, you know, I want to go back and kind of take a look at it. Um, But it was just so cool, like, you know, that connection from the beginning of the year and what they went through and then kind of like what we went through.
0: Yeah, I really, and I think that that was what was so, you know, we value the community, the connections that we have with people. But that was like such a thoughtful thing. And, you know, like during that time when things started shutting down, what you did for your group of friends too, like putting together resources to help parents that were overwhelmed, it was just like, all of these different people, and we would see on Twitter, like, people putting together, like, you know, like a, what would you say? Like a menu or what, like a daily, yeah. yeah, like just so much share, share, share resources. Like, uh, we're going to all get through this. Like, we're going to all get through this together. And, you know, just that mentality of, like, um, being there to try and support other people was huge. Yeah, and then,
1: you know, COVID hit, you know, it's, it's hard to even go back. And kind of think about the beginning. You know, it was our spring break, and you know we went into spring break. You know, believing we'd be back that following Monday, uh, maybe a one to two week shutdown. You know, worst case scenario, no way did we ever honestly think about the fact that you know school would be closed for the end of the year. And it's, you know, just such a crazy ride when you kind of go from that beginning, like where we were putting the finishing pieces on Astro Camp, Mm -hmm. finish up the school year for your eighth graders, and then school was just shut down. And now it's like we're in that weird place right now, too. It's like we're we're almost halfway through our summer, which is scary to think about, you know, because it's like... We were just, like, dragging to the end there, you know. Everyone's like, we can get there. We can get there. Yeah. And then now it's like, what is school going to look like in August? And you're a very optimistic person. I'm trying to feed off your positive energy. What is your theory of, like, what August is going to look like?
0: You know, I, what I want it to look like is I want to be in person with the kids. And, you know, it's tough because neither of us are irresponsible people it's not that we want to um be negligent or put anyone at risk but you know it, teaching there's so much to teaching um there's a lot of components but for us for both of us the number one part is connections it's the relationships and it is so It it's really tough on the kids and it's really tough on us to not be in person with those kids to make the connections. Because like, think about that, you know, because of your example, I greet all my students at the door as well. And in that second, when I see them at the door, I know what kind of day they're having. I know, um, like there's so much you can just tell in that moment and seeing them interact with their peers and and just all of that And like, uh, and you know, an eighth grade is a tough age um they're dealing with a lot. They're you know it's a it's a lot of transition for them and to not be able to be in person with them going into this school year is really difficult and you know the extra component of that is I have my own kid this year again, you know, not that he flunked but just different kid <laughs> you know, I had another one before but you know so like I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose that any part of that year. Um, because I've been waiting to, you know, be his teacher, and and all the friends that I've seen grow up, you know, really, like, all the time that I spent with your third grade class, um, I know these kids, and, like, I've been really looking forward to it, so I don't know what it's going to look like. I, what I would guess, if I was guessing, I think, um, I don't think it will go back to what we know, and that's hard. Um, What I hope is that we'll get a we'll get to be in person with them somewhat. And I mean, I guess if you think about, um, life, you just have to say like, we're just going to make the best of it. And, you know, just hope that there's like a little bit of like what we're really, really wanting. I don't know.
1: Now tell us, how do you greet all of your eighth graders?
0: Uh, well what I did, I thought so it's going to be a little bit different is, you know, I'd be at the door and I would high five them and I would, you know, and I always say their name. Like, so you know, again, connections, relationships, and that's like before I became a teacher, but I think that's also a big part of my dad, you know, is, um, you know, knowing people and spending the time to like acknowledge them and, and show them um, respect and attention. And so for me, that first week of school, it's my goal to know all of their names like within a, a couple of days. Um, and I do a pretty decent job with that. But key, a key part of that is At the door saying their name high-fiving them and um, and it's just and when I was not there to do that like if I ever had a sub or every once in a blue moon like maybe three times the whole year I would be so caught up with like somebody needed my attention in between periods and I couldn't be at the door and it would just throw their whole throw their whole day
1: Well, and then so many times, like, you would catch something in that one instant if someone not making eye contact, Mm -hmm. someone not smiling, and you'd be able to pull them aside and be like, hey, what's going on here? And, like, you would get that extra two minutes to, you know, talk them through be Mm -hmm. like, all right, let's have a great class. What can I do to help you? Mm -hmm. And now I remember you talked about, you're like, that's gone now for me. So it's like, what what do you see of like, I know you got something up your sleeve. I don't
0: know. I've thought about it a lot. I've thought about it a lot, but I guess the thing is, is like, if I have them there, if I have them in person, I'll find other ways of, you know, the thing that's crazy though, is just a physical, you know, just, you know, giving someone a high five, connect, like people need connection. Like, and it's something so simple, but like, those kids you know they could go like the whole day and they don't like you know fist bump or touch another human being and it's something so minor so like I haven't figured out how to do that responsibly um I think Bonham was like well you can give elbows I'm like oh gosh that's gonna be so odd but like (laughs) something I gotta figure something out because it is so crucial for those relationships and you're right like it wasn't just, like, it happened quite a few times where I'd see it at the door. You could just tell someone was off. And um, either there or right at the beginning of class, seeing them in person and seeing them interact with other people. And then you just realize, like, everyone, you just never know what people are going through. And, um, and being a middle schooler, eighth grader is tough. It's tough. Yeah.
1: I know you'll figure out a way to to solve that problem maybe a toe tap or you know toe something tap. we
0: do the foot thing yeah. like yeah that would be something
1: <laughs> I, I know you'll come up with that and 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 what we talked about so much was you know those those connections and you know even through the home learner process like the students still loved like those connections like even even though they weren't the same and and i think like uh One of my favorite Zooms was, like, with Ryan's, like, with his last Zoom. And shout-out to Mrs. Willis and uh, Miss Perry, who is going to be our second-grade teacher, and Mrs. Garcia, who is my daughter's third-grade teacher, Um, and and everyone, Miss Crew, the speech teacher. I mean, these teachers all adapted, and Mm -hmm. uh, they did so much, and, you know, to push these kids forward, and, you know, I got to see it. Um, But then, like, on... You know i have a great picture of ryan and his crazy hair day and you know ryan just had this COVID hair he had the covet hair don't care and i like i had to beg him to do like the man bun you know i'm like i'm like i'm like dude we got to do the man bun everyone's gonna go crazy and he's like that's not a bun it's a ponytail you know it's like uh, you know he's got like this curly hair so it doesn't like you know morph into a bun you know and uh miss willis and uh had this like crazy purple hair and um you know, she had a purple crazy hair and Miss Perry, she had, you know, some awesome crazy hair as well. But then I just get this great picture of Ryan just like looking at Mrs. Willis. And it's like, you know, teachers are the most important thing, you know, it's like, we've talked about this over and over. It's like the number one indicator of like a child success is like that person you put in front of the mm-hmm. kids and just seeing Ryan look, you know, just such a big smile on his face, and every day, like you know, how she interacted with each kid, and um, it was just you missed that part. You know, it, it broke your heart that they weren't in person for all those hours, and you know, it was like that little snippet, but just you know, this one picture of like him, just like with the biggest smile on his face, it just reminds you of those connections, and you know, what those mean to everybody.
0: I mean, and it, I, and I know you feel the same as far as like. I am blown away with how much and how well the teachers across the world adapted like you go from a situation where you have literally never taught this way at all and you have to quickly digest um, especially if you did not incorporate much technology or digital learning into your classroom which is fine but all of a sudden you're forced to do everything like that and Um, and still make connections and still teach on. And I just, I am really, really blown away by all the stories. And, like, for us, a lifeline was that um, uh, Krasinski, Some Good News. And so many of those stories were educators and people, like, going that extra mile. And you'd see, you know, a math teacher whose student didn't understand the problem, so they come and sit on the porch and, like, work out the problem and stuff like that. And it's like, you know... It is mind-blowing what um, educators will do because for us you know it's not just a job those are our kids and you know it's super super hard for me with my eighth graders because you know they're at a tough age and um, so they kind of went off for a while but my zooms you know like we would sit in there and they just needed connection they just needed connection and to talk about some normalcy and it's like so awkward because you know i would say like what'd you guys do this weekend and it's like crickets because like what are they going to do it's like the same the same things over and over but they just needed to be there um, with me and with the peers that showed up but by far the best way to end all of that craziness, because it was rough on us, right? It was rough, home learning, hashtag rough, okay. Um, but doing Rockets with those kids and seeing how many kids did it. I mean, I had like, what, what did I tell you, 90, 90 some kids doing Rockets and um they were amazing you know and so like here i have this opportunity to to okay how am i going to do rockets with them it's tradition to do this at the end of the year i don't want to give this up so you know trying to figure out how to do that safely just you know um give out all of the supplies um help walk them through because you're you're building a rocket and there's a, there's really specific steps and you know because you did it um There's specific steps. And when you're in person, you can see, oh, this is wrong. So you just send them back, right? But you're trying to over Zoom and all these video conferences look at their stuff and and give them feedback and meet with them one on one. And all of that is just, um, you know, and it was tough. Like, I spent way more hours uh, at my phone and at my computer during that time. Like, I never took a break because, you know, kids needed me all the time. And parents were, like, trying to help. Um, but, man, rocket launching on those days was just one of the most amazing experiences ever. And, uh, it was just the best. And,
1: and the cool thing is, like, you know, your biggest thing was, like, these kids didn't get their 8th grade dance. They didn't get Astro Camp. The kids were devastated by devastated. Astro Camp.
0: Devastated. So many
1: of, like, your flip grids, like, to connect and give those kids, mm-hmm. you know, that student voice to, like, really open up was this is all I was looking forward to. This is going to be my eighth grade Mm -hmm. year. I saw what last year and like what they got from this and and promotion, promotion was a hard thing. Mm -hmm. So hard. uh, Not to have that for your kids as a parent, like you get that and like, you know, so many parents are like, oh, thank goodness, God, this wasn't my, you know, senior Mm -hmm. in high school or uh, my eighth grader missing out on those opportunities. And, you know, you got that little bit of closure and you were just so excited to oh, see them the with, best. you know, engine pickup and you're meeting kids, you know, you're meeting like families in the park and in the school, you're driving over to drop things off yeah. and uh, you were building something, you know, like you still gave them that engineer in part, you know, to, mm-hmm. to finish the year and come in and, and see those uh, launched. Talk to us uh, about Kendall's rocket.
0: Oh my goodness. Holy moly. Yeah. So, Kendall, her um, stepdad, again, I know it won't shock you. I'm hazy on the details about what he does. But in his job, he does some kind of fabrication and it's a lot of 3D printing and and things of that sort. Um, CNCs. He's going to be our our contact for our CNC that we want to get.
1: We're getting a CNC Um, this year. I
0: know. I'm so pumped. And. So he asked, um, you know, I sat on a long Zoom with with him and Kendall, and he wanted to, he really wanted to take this opportunity because of home learning, it's kind of afforded him that time to do the whole project with Kendall, but not with the supplies that I was going to do. It would be like, they did it on their own with three, like designed the whole rocket all the components talked about all of the different things happening thrust and like weight and you know all of it and um and her rocket it's funny they brought it the first day because we had two two launch days right that sounds right um and the first day he did not realize that the rod for the launch pad would be so big but remember we had used a smaller launch pad before and then we upgraded to that bigger one and it was way better um, but you know we would. Are you still the, using
1: the big one though?
0: Yeah, still using the big one because because you
1: had to use the th- the thick straws, yeah, right? Yeah. So
0: what I would do is I would go and deliver milk st- milkshake straws, um, and I go to IKEA at the beginning, like usually in the summer, and I buy a whole bunch of milkshake straws because I was the only place at the time that I knew. Apparently they have them at like Safeway or Fry's now, which is a lot closer than IKEA. But um, I load up, so people would just stop by my house. I would had them in a jar <laughs> on the front porch. Um, people just right I was like, my neighbors must think like, what is? She doing like so i just had all these people the ice up cream her, truck guys yeah, like, like so <laughs> go get your straw yeah so um but the, anyway her her thing to thread on the launch rod was too small so then they made an adjustment and then the next day they came in it and they launched it, it was pretty cool um and hers had two engines although i didn't promote that i mean i did not publicize that much with the other kids because of course i have all kinds of kids that want to put in many engines and you know how I mean, it's a um, it's a lot of power already coming out of mm-hmm. those engine. I mean, out of those, yeah, it's, the,
1: the, it's a lot. The the D twelve sevens, man, like I love with, those things. Even our friends at Hobby Bench still don't know how we're doing it.
0: I know. Well, and then they're uh, they're
1: not fans of us.
0: Well, and then they really thought we were <laughs> I was a wackadoodle because when the launch, whatever the igniter, I don't even know what you call that piece that you push to like actually ignite it um i had three and i had to work so hard to get this schedule just right so you know in order to be respectful and do social distancing every kid was issued a time and i only had six kids per half hour time slot so you would come during that time spread out on the field with me then they'd come and help do the launch um, but it was timed and I had like, I have a lot of kids. I had 90 students, uh, launching in two days. So that's a lot. And so right when I go to set up and do the first launch, it doesn't work. That would be my, one of my big fails. <laughs> um, and there's no way for me to know it's faulty because typically you and I are really good about, we always, for the fun of it, build rockets and then practice that, you know, get we, everything. We
1: do that with the kids. Yeah.
0: And... Yeah. And so like, but I didn't do that because I was so busy trying well, to help rebuild well, yeah. you
1: know and then you know yeah. even my kids were like hey we didn't build a yeah, rocket but, this yeah. year you know and, and Sam
0: was like I always get to do that and um, but you know the day before the first launch there were a lot of um, rockets that were built incorrectly that were dropped off which they would and know. backwards yeah engines <laughs> and backwards like things that needed to be fixed so Ella Sydney and I you know kudos to my little helper elves but we spent that whole day rebuilding rockets so that they could be launched. And it's not, it, that's one of the things that you cannot um, avoid when you're doing it remotely. I can't see everything and know, um, you know, and I couldn't keep up with where everybody was. So when they dropped them off, then I was like, okay, that's why I left a day of cushion to kind of see. But anyway, go to use the launcher. It doesn't work go to use the second launcher it doesn't work go to use the third launcher that doesn't work and, and mr
1: galligan actually ran down the hobby bench she right went
0: all the way to hobby bench and now mind you i have mr galetti out there mr morales out there um uh swafford's husband is out there everyone's there to, day one uh yeah she was there both days and so like we're all trying to fix these because they can all see the same thing as me where it's like it's not user error something is wrong with these and anyway so huge kudos to mr uh, galligan for driving all the way to hobby bench comes back and oh but the funny thing is is that when we were testing when we sent him with that one of the faulty controllers we just threw batteries in so when he gets to the counter the guy's like well here's your problem the made batteries are in wrong and so he's then it made us look even worse but it wasn't that that was not the problem because the batteries were in because you know the light comes on and all yeah. that
1: yeah and Hobby Bench is not a fan of us, both of us. <laughs> like uh, the but one, we're
0: doing a good job.
1: The one year, um, again, these are rockets. And Dennis Myers from Hillcrest actually reached out to you, mm-hmm. and uh, they wanna they I'm wanna so start excited. doing the the rocket unit. Him and Maggie um, at our seven eight middle school, in Deer Valley, and you know they're seeing like what you're doing. And they're like, we really wanna incorporate that to what we're doing. And when I took over the eighth grade science position, me and you. Um, you know we, we we did the rocket unit ourselves and we, we, we learned through everything we just figured it out and there was a point where you actually called hobby bench and you're like the d12 7s are too much mind you i had already sent home all the flyers and people have just been turning in hundreds of these d12 7s uh, engines and you sent it to me via text and i remember it like yesterday and like my heart sunk but then i was like I was like, we're doing it. We're going to figure this out. Like, we're going to use these. And shout out to Wendy's story. Yes. Um She was so awesome. And, you know, like, you just talk about those positive people in your life. And Wendy's like, I know they're twelve sevens, and And she was so good at everything. And then, you know, she rallied me back. And I remember I sent home a sway because uh, people were still going to Hobby Bench to buy these. They're like, oh, those are too powerful for, like, a uh, paper towel, um, two paper towels. Um,
0: yeah, inserts, rolls. Rolls, rolls. Yeah,
1: yeah, rolls um and then like I made this video of our, our practice video and I'm like I do like my whole Tim the Toolman ta- tool Tim the Toolman Taylor. Like I was like I was like more power I was like ar, ar. And like I sent that and like and then like one parent actually even showed them the video and like I don't think they like that and then they got upset at you about like not giving them the heads up about like ordering like so many D 12 7s Well they still
0: didn't want me to use D 12 7s the year after we did, went to bat on that. But we tested. They were awesome, out. though. Like, but remember, like we tested out. So the first year we had a lot of stuff that we learned the hard, like because you you had kids that were bringing C's, yeah. B's, like a variety of right. And then we realized, you know what? We like the D's, and then we kind of still played around with. D three, D five, D seven, kinda of where we were.
1: But then there's also like one D engine that just like sparks it's like twelve, it's D oh, this,
0: twelve zero. zero anything yeah. with a zero. And yeah. you had so many. Kids had turned in so many with zeros. Like,
1: legit, like there's sparklers going yeah. up Like I mean those things would come down and like, you know, ignite like anything in the desert, you know. Right.
0: And we're on the baseball field and and the, I don't know how we got so lucky this year, but typically you had
1: some great weather though yeah, for your launch days.
0: But like typically it's dry as can be, super, super hot. Like the years that the year that you were out there that first year oh my gosh it was blazing hot memory was so so hot and then second year after that too um but imagine like that's just like like a a, like a powder keg like waiting to happen with those sparks you know on the baseball field so we were very very lucky but yeah hobby bench was not thrilled with us but you know like there's something so amazing about the tradition of kids doing the rockets number one Um, I'm sure you heard kids say this too, but like at the beginning of the year Even when I have meet the teacher and they'll come in and I say, you know You're gonna build a rocket and stuff the kids a lot of kids will say mine. I won't be able to do that I'm not gonna be able to build a rocket. I'll probably fail that project. I won't know what to do and they really have like no um, Faith in the fact that they're gonna build something that's gonna be launched up and and you and I when we worked through it you realize like this is so doable like I mean we figured it out from we basically just looked at a rocket and we're yeah. like oh, i think this is what we see in here <laughs> and we figured it out you know and like but their pride um like um somebody was oh my gosh oh it was preston he came for his launch and it took so much Took so much to get Preston to build because he kind of went MIA. You know, he's tough to bring back around. I
1: actually saw Preston the day before yeah. at the orthodontist. Oh, no, that's uh, right, I forgot you did. We were having a we were having a long conversation, and
0: yeah, and, and you know, I brought over all of his supplies. Um, you know, got him his engine. He built his. His was a little rough. We had to do a little helping a Preston with his rocket, but you know, he was proud though. He was like so he proud, was... and he did that himself. Right, he did it himself in a really short period of time, and, um. And when his launched and he said right before it launched mine's gonna mine's not gonna go up it's gonna be horrible blah blah his whole face like he was just beaming like he was beaming and he kept saying I can't believe I just did that like I can't believe I made that rocket and just kid after kid after kid Having them, and of course, one of my favorite was the Gillis family.
1: So you You tell that story. So like we love the Gillis family. This is a family family like we've been. You know, like uh, I didn't have Josh, Elizabeth, or James in third grade, but they were all in my Rubik's Club, Rubik's Cube Club that first year. And Josh had done it like almost every year since like eighth grade, and. And then uh, Mrs. Gillis, she's so competitive. Like, she wants to win at everything. She'd always be the one checking the score, seeing what place. And, and every year we always advance to the, the championship round. And even this past year, you know, and so, you know, just you know, just an awesome family. And like, uh, we, we just love laughing with them.
0: Mm-hmm. They're so, just so supportive too, right? This like, is, this
1: is a great story. I
0: know. I just, and I wish that I had it on film. Like, I wish I had recorded it. It's like <laughs> so when people say on film, as if we have like a reel anyway. But so, so they're out there. And they have been um, so 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 supportive through the whole rocket build, and even
1: like uh, let me back up a little bit, like uh, um, even through the whole Astro Camp thing. Like you know, everyone thought we were like so crazy, thinking this was happening. At this at this point, there was fourteen cases in the state of Arizona, and we're like we're like all right, you know, we're gonna be in an isolated area. You know, this is before like anything is blown up, and. Um, every single day, like we would send a remind or on the private Facebook page or an email and there's Mrs. Gillis, like they're pumping us up, like, you know, being like, Oh, I just read this in Peoria, you know, like, you know, being so positive and, uh, you know, she was, she was really pushing us through that whole thing, you know, to like, uh, to, to really get to that moment, you know, and like, uh, you know, the odds were against us, but she was right there, you know, like really, even to the end, you know, just so so good about so everything.
0: Good, and you know, remember how how emotional both you and I were when we saw their whole family during that caravan. You that know, was we the come best. around the corner yeah. and there's their entire family, and like for us, that's the thing. Like they have just been such a positive um, force in both of our lives, and um, and we just we value them, and so they really. And it's funny because when I would do my zooms or, or different like. I would do some of the builds through zoom meetings but then some of it was just like checkpoints and so I'd put up an assignment and it would have the video and then they were supposed to attach a picture or a video depending on what the the step was and um, my kids were kind of all over the place like they weren't always great about uh doing a picture but they'd move on to the next so like the gillis kids i actually didn't know where they all finished i would meet like i met with elizabeth at one point and i could see the boys in the background and they kind of look and i was like how are they doing she's like they said they're fine so i was like we'll just see what happens when they get there and so they show up and not only do all three of the the kids and you have their rockets but then dad gillis um uh, disappointed
1: too. mom Gillis not building I know
0: I I really am too I should have I had I known like I I had an engine for her I should have you know forced that but it was almost so perfect that it wasn't right because it was just like so um you know Elizabeth they go I don't even remember which order it was but it was like epic like all of their rockets so I want to say Elizabeth I think you went
1: I think you went Elizabeth James, no, no, Elizabeth, Josh, and then James. Because like think I think he, he was. said James like had like this like really awesome his, one.
0: His was so good. Um, And and each of them, I was just like, in their pride, their face is just like so, so happy. And then here comes the dad. And so he's like, you know, he's kind of swaggering up there. And he's like, he's going to school the kids, whatever. And we didn't have a lot of fails in our Rockets. We really didn't have a lot of fails. And his does this crazy, crazy launch, like sideways. It's like a total dead. It just and their faces (laughs) like his face and the kids faces like they just couldn't stop laughing and it was like the most amazing thing and um and everybody was just giving him so much grief and stuff and it was like so perfect you know
1: and I I love that because it's like you know how much of connections were lost but it's like they're always going to have that family memory and like you know how much we love that family and those kids and uh, when you told me that story, I was like, I was like, that is just like the best ending right there. It and, really was. Uh, it, it was. It was a truly great story. I'm glad you remembered it because I would have never remembered that story. Now, big thing with your Rockets are like their themes. Like what were, you know, the, I mean, they do some awesome like artwork on them.
0: You know, COVID's kind of tough for that. You know, the problem is, is I wouldn't say a lot of them had really amazing themes compared to other years because they had such limited access to supplies. Um, you know, when we do rockets at school, there's, uh, at least definitely a full day, but a lot of times like two, three days where they have access to spray paint and all kinds of paint and people share supplies, but because kids were so isolated and I like, think about it. I mean, when we were doing rockets, people still weren't going out to stores. I, I feel we were still shut down. Right. I think yeah. we were still, um, I don't remember what the words are. Uh, I don't, whatever. So, you know, they did a remarkably good job because they had such limited supplies. They were so creative. I mean, my some of my favorites, I loved the big bird one. Um, and I'm like so blanking because there were some really good ones, but that one was really, really special to me. I think, um, I think the
1: big thing you talked about was like so much of those designs are uh, created out of them being together and pushing each other yes. like in the classroom when you and see other like, kids yeah
0: you know when you see other kids then you're like oh I and actually when when the kids came and they saw just the kids that were timed the same as them they said oh i kind of wish i would have done more with my rockets because and that was just like a small little fraction of it um but one that i really was blown away was um avery's avery because she was trapped in her house she took sharpie markers and she did this elaborate black and white design the entire rocket it was gorgeous and she was like people were looking at that and they said oh my gosh i must she's like yeah it took me forever it was like an hour i'm like an hour it'd take me months like it was spectacular so the kids that put that time and effort into it um actually well summer did summer did one too i want to say she did a tribute maybe to kobe i can't remember but they really did a good job but that's the thing that's one thing that took a hit and you know what like just the fact that they had like you know how do you and i can't i can meet people at the park and give them string and toilet paper rolls or paper towel rolls and all these things i can't give eighth grade students cans of spray paint and be like good luck you know that's that's a bad call so nor can i give them box cutters see
1: the 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 park up and you're like hey those colors look familiar
0: so that was my dilemma is like how do i support the families? and still like be responsible because they really you know how important the um the the box cutters are to that project and i couldn't send those out so i really needed parents to support their students or their kids to just say like i'm gonna help and i would say that when i met all those parents at the park i said like you need a sharp blade for this part this part's really essential but i had kids like i had um did you have jacob i forget jacob h no is just a, such a cool kid but he sent me a message and he was like listen i just can't get those rings like i need help and so you know just the fact that he reached out so i sat and you know what a pain those rings are they're the worst, they're the worst. and so like i'm cutting out rings for jacob and you know i lay, lay, left him on my porch and he swung by and picked him up but it was like uh you know it was such a community thing and it was the only tradition that we could keep Um, some semblance of normalcy for them. And it was really, really just so cool to see families come out. I mean, the entire Knight family came out. The entire Dennis family came out. And like their pride of like cheering on. Like Mr. Knight's like, you better not embarrass me. You know, like all his siblings are there in his face. He was so nervous. But it was just such a cool experience to see um, the support that these kids had and their pride in that. And it was like, kind of a final closure because none of it like the school year didn't feel real right like there was no like natural end to it and um, you know our promotion wasn't a promotion we had to do as all of DBUSD schools did um, what would you call it like a a virtual video promotion Mm -hmm. right and um, and so there really wasn't like that okay now it feels like the end and I feel like Rockets kind of allowed us to have that feel
1: yeah And, uh, you know, so much that we just got started, like, with the eSports Club. And that was just, like, literally off the ground. Like, we were, like, three meetings in. And uh, it was just such great momentum. And our friend JD from uh, the Levine School District, uh, he actually did this thing with game night. So, like, Thursday night would be, like, Rocket League. And Friday nights, you know, we don't really support the first shooter game. But, like, he would do Fortnite Fridays. And so many of those kids were, like... Uh, My cousin has nothing to do. Like, can we play? Like, we would post that on Thursday, and the kids were commenting. Uh, He would do a good job on the live stream. You're yet to pop on the live stream here. Um, and, you know, so the kids would be so excited seeing the live stream and, uh, Ryan, you know, has been on there and like, you know, um, you were giving me a hard time at the time I was on the live stream. I was just like getting up, getting a drink of water in the middle of it. Um, but like, you know, the kids, like, you know, we want to get to that point of like teaching them how to stream and, uh, you know, streaming as we go with other schools and everything. And like, that's another thing that we've added to like our, our list of summer goals, um, you know, moving forward and it was just uh, you know, to give those kids that connection, you know, mm-hmm. and they were able to invite other people. And I was telling JD, I'm like, I'm nervous. I was in my Zoom today talking about it, and then all these other kids were like, What what is it? I'm not in the esports like Google Classroom and, and they're like, I'll share this with you. And so many kids had like the live stream ready to go, and like so many kids are are playing and watching the live stream, which is Uh, such a big part of their lives like you know not only playing but like watching like these live streams on on Mixer or Twitch yeah it
0: would be like it would shut down because it would only take what 100 yeah until like there were weeks that
1: yeah it kind of filled up and you know and JD did such a great job incorporating us and like you know such a great partnership for me and you so good um, you also uh, did a, a uh, an eSports conference uh, nasty, with JD yeah. and um, I sat that one out and like I missed that and yeah. you know it was so cool like you know how this is year one for us and so uh, how we're inspiring and working with other schools and you know just during this time to give that to those kids mm-hmm. you know it was just so cool that They still had this connection via Sierra Verde and Mm -hmm. uh with J D and Levine and uh so that was that was a pretty cool thing, you know, in terms of keeping that momentum going and Mm -hmm. uh we never got the Super Smash going, which would have been a big hit among our kids as well. Uh, they would have loved that. But like Super Smash goes into you need to have the Nintendo online account and so many uh so many um, students don't have that Nintendo Online for the Super Smash. So, yeah, that was tricky. Um, and, you know, that's what we had in the club, you know. We had our Nintendo Online accounts and everything. Good thing we didn't activate all of our accounts, you know. So luckily, like, we still yeah. have, like, half of those, like, ready to rock and roll. And But these are the things that we love and we get excited about and we're passionate about. And the kids love it. And, like, this is just the future of education. Yeah,
0: they needed that outlet. Like, it gave so many kids a lifeline because if you think about it, like – I mean, especially even just our older kids, um, their whole schedule was thrown off. They would basically stay up all night gaming, and then they would sleep during the day, and they would they didn't have anything, so they clung. To, you know, they just they grabbed onto that because they knew that they would have that connection and it gave them something to look forward to at the end of the week. They absolutely loved it. And you know, Mr. Bonham jumped in Yeah, he was awesome.
1: Keen's been crushing on both ends. He's amazing. And then so many kids were, you know, they were becoming friends. Like, oh I I know your name. I know your name. And like, so it's like you know, the, the power of gaming and the power of connections yeah. and knowing who's who and you know, even like when we talked about this, we're like, All right, if you're inviting friends, remember you represent Sierra Verde yeah. and we talked about, you know, that first meeting, like the kids are on the edge of their seat and we talked about how we talk to each other, how do we talk online, digital citizenship, um, what was the term you coined? I like As what a
0: responsible gaming. Responsible
1: gaming. Mm-hmm. I love that. We should uh copyright that. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, that was just such a, a, a cool thing. And then, you know, even with all that being said, it's like the announcements were such a big part, oh, gosh, you know, they like were huge to all of us. talk about like uh, what the announcements meant to you and your daughter.
0: Well, you know, again, we we've said in this pod alone the word normalcy several times, right? And I think that that's what all of us needed. Just some semblance of normalcy. And like for for us, like we're used to doing the pod in person. We're used to like our routine. Then so much of that just got stripped away. And then the
1: announcements. Yeah.
0: And the announcements were such a big part of our lives. And, um, you know, the hard thing about that is we did keep announcements going and it, it was a lifeline right from,
1: and, and the, beginning, from like the beginning, right, yeah. right. When we returned from spring break, we we're did. like, we're like, I think we got to keep the announcements going. With. And
0: thank God we did. But the thing that is hard for me about that is, um, you know what we lost is that group and we lost a whole quarter with that amazing group of kids and 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 their relationships and their dynamics and what they brought to the announcements I mean that was a loss for us um, you know, and, and Brady, like you threw out, cause I said, you know, I think Brady's mom reached out to you and was like, he needs, I don't know. She, I know she reached out to both of us and, um, and he had final cut pro and you said, tell him to do an intro and like within days, like yeah. he did. And he didn't, had never played with the final cut pro and he made that and it was so cool. And then because he did that, Ella saw that and she was inspired and said, would you be willing to let me try um and make an outro and so like so that part was cool but for me um the announcements i needed something like it's funny because when you first look at the announcements like you know a lot of times i would as your daughter would call me out she'd be like that's not morning so i'd be like <laughs> doing them at the end of the day and like i'm looking tired and you know it was a it was a miracle if you know i'd pop into the shower or whatever uh, but you know like it started to be something that, you know, especially with Ella and I would look forward to it. And then I'd get up and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to like put my makeup on do my hair and like put on a dress. And like, for me, you know, I, I, that's how I typically am in my normal life. But this threw us into such a weird place that it was like, it kind of gave me the, the ability to like say like I need to do this and we didn't need to do it but then we needed to do it like it was the weirdest thing you know and I know it meant so much to both of us and like for me with my daughter it was a gift that um and when it was done like the first day we didn't have to do it and I was like oh doesn't it feel so weird like we don't have to do announcements and I was like you must be so relieved and she's like I'm not I'm super bummed she's like I really liked that time with you and I liked that we did that and so that was amazing.
1: Yeah, it was so cool, like how you'd zoom in on some of her faces oh, and, gosh, she's so and her, her uh, words of the week, you know, and uh, just kind of seeing you guys have those moments to go back and forth was uh, pretty cool. And you know, and like you talk about like stepping up our game on the announcements. It was just so cool because I mean now we have an intro like made with Final Cut Pro, and like we both have Final Cut Pro now, and like that's another goal of our summer mm-hmm. to like really dive into that. We have an outro like Ella just started playing with that and you talk about like you know where we started with the lean on me song that was our first time using final cut pro Mm -hmm. and that came out a little rough to say the least you know it's Uh, so
0: perfectly imperfect
1: yes i couldn't say it better and and then ella you know spent hours and hours editing Mm -hmm. like you know we gave a voice to the to the drama department who didn't have a play and ella did such a great job like Splicing all those videos together and multiple multiple videos, and it was just so cool to kind of see um, you know what we did there. You know, you know the Greg Hunt. You know, I still see the Greg Heffleys out there as I'm out there like riding the scooters and you know to kind of give those uh to our community and parents and talking about my boy radial Bone and how excited I gave uh, their girls a shout out that one day and he took a video and um you know how much it meant to them and uh that impact and like me and you talk about I was like we'll never know like what that meant to all the other people because uh I love doing it with my daughter like I'd you know green screen it up and I'd tweet I tweet it out so cool. and doing would always like retweet them out and you know we always talk about inspiring others and you know kind of like what we started you know from us just having that creative outlet mm-hmm. shout out to mrs. Schubert and mr. Galetti for just trusting us wholeheartedly yeah. with the entire announcements and all the other districts this is the way for them to connect so like mm-hmm. admin was put in that position of creating their own version of announcements that they are pushing out every single day yeah. uh, via social media media Facebook pages and we're looking around and, you know, people are kinda of putting their own spin on it. But it's like this is this is what we you know, so, you know, Mr. Galetti kinda of shared like what we were doing with our announcements and that inspired an entire district to uh, connect with those with those kids, those parents. They were celebrating birthdays, they were doing national all this days. national days, you know, and having fun with it and, you know, seeing that face and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like connections aren't the same but you know they are same. You know, in the sense that you're still there and you're speaking to them. And you know, like at the end, I started. I'm like, I had all these awesome maker projects. And oh, they were so good. I would do uh, makers gonna make uh, segments to kind of share uh, what students were creating, and uh, it was just so fun.
0: Well, and I think it's really good, like for you with Z. Um, you know, when when we start something, it's so good to show them like the follow through, and it was like we could have just let announcements go no one literally no one was like you need to keep an out it was just us like yeah. we just decided that this was important and and then when we did so many people we got so much feedback about how many people were watching it and what a big part of their day it was and what they looked forward to and and but for for Z to see like of course we're going to do announcements to the end because like this is this is what we do and it's like this is our this is what we back and um to see it all the way through and like for her to be doing the joke and the you know and kids want to see her you know they wanted they want to see you know these people that are you know part of their their day-to-day and i really loved oh so i just loved our last week um to two weeks your makers ones were huge right like that was so cool to like be able to uh, celebrate those kids and all that and then um you had that good idea about, um, we did something with kids sharing their favorite memory. Yeah, that was a great video that you did. Such a good one. And then, um, and then, you know, the how I saw, you know, so much of our stuff, we'll see someplace and we get inspired and like for us, all the things we do, we just, we like to be creative. Like we are, we want to innovate, we want to like create and, and like all that got shut down for us, like immediately with COVID. Um, and so to kind of start reclaiming that because that's where we thrive, you know, and so I saw that paper wadding up thing and I was like, I really just want to do this. And then like to see that come through and then, um, just all of it, like all of those things. Everyone
1: had like a message. Yeah. Mackenzie almost like broke my neighbor's window because I had to put a rock inside the paper so she could actually throw it off the trampoline and, um, you know, and you know, how fast and tell us about like what happened to summer with her phone
0: oh yeah so you know and and we've always had really good um, kids like where we'll say like and we're very spontaneous the two of us are both very spontaneous so it's not like if we come up with an idea we may have to do it tomorrow. Like, it's not like we need a ton of time to, like, mull things over. We just are like, oh, we want to do this, and we want to do it, like, right now. And so we would thrust our kids into stuff all the time where we'd be like, hey, can you have this to me? And that I, when I sent that out saying I want to do this, they were like, when do you need it by? I was like, like, today. Like, can you just do this really fast? So Summer was going camping, and she, again, you know, it was last minute, and I was like, I know, but can you, you know, do you mind doing this? She was like, yes, Absolutely. And she had her friend, Olivia, send me a message and say, oh, my gosh, this is important to Summer, but she just dropped her phone into the lake. So not she can't do it, but she's going to use my phone instead. And would you mind if I be part of this, too, and I can do one, too? And like, just I loved, loved, loved that whole those are the behind the scenes that nobody sees and like those are the gifts that we get from this because you see um the investment in the kids and like what it meant to all of them to be part of that last bit you know
1: yeah and i think the hard part you know was ending all that and you know you did a good job like giving your emotional goodbyes to the kids and you know and we always said like we're always going to have that you know we're going to be able to look back and there it is on youtube and you know some of those memories you know Um, where we can laugh and you know reflect on you know what we all went through together as a community Mm -hmm. and you know how many people have reached out be like this is how we start our day Mm -hmm. you know we start our day with the announcements and um you know and then i I always talked about Mackenzie about you know so much of like what we do together as educators me and you uh, with our twitter page is to inspire but then also like remind people of like you know, your actions are who you are, you know? It's everything that you do. And, you know, we'd be out riding our scooters. There's Mr. Gallaghan walking the dog. He's like, McKenzie, not even saying hi to me. He's like, Mackenzie, I love seeing you on the announcements. Or it's Dina emailing me being like, I still love seeing you and especially seeing Mackenzie on the announcements. And, you know, so it's hard to teach a third grader like, you know, like your impact and uh, what it means to be the face of that. And, uh, you know, so it's cool. In the community and you know so many people are like oh i just love you know you know not so may love seeing you on the announcements now today is june 10th you know it's coming the end of the third week of summer and you know arizona opened i think on may 15th so they've been open technically for the last three weeks and every national news story is about everything going on in arizona the numbers spike in, and, you know, you get to talk about these things and, you know, it's scary in terms of, you know, what is school going to look like in August? Even today, we're on an email chain about uh, esports and creating a West Coast League. And so much of it is the uncertainty of what is school going to look like come August? Um, I'm trying to take some tips from you, of the positive Kool-Aid, because I know my kids, especially one of my kids, needs that normalcy of being in the class, being with their teacher, Um, but it's scary. It's scary when you think about what is going on in our state and everyone's looking to our state of how we rolled this open up. And they even talked about last night that, you know, within 10 days, like if things do not like slow down, they're going to have to shut down the state again.
0: Yeah, that's going to be tricky for them. But, you know, that's the thing you and i are lucky enough to be part of um the district i don't know what you, tech team would yeah. you say like ed tech team or whatever and the conversations that were happening what like a couple weeks ago um, you know just to kind of start figuring out like how are we going to support our teachers how we're going keep everybody on board how are we gonna like take them and um, bring them to another level of support with all of these digital tools with whatever we're gonna need like there's so much we don't know we literally don't know and I think it's gonna change um, you know like you're saying like there's new numbers all the time there's new responses all the time and, and everybody like all these districts are coming out with their plan um, but we're in June yeah. like, You know there's still so much that can change but what i do know is this what i do know is that we'll adapt and and we'll we'll figure out a way to do what we do in a new way and we won't sacrifice um connections and we'll we'll figure out how to make this work i mean we're all in this together like we're all in this together it's such a you know as you love to say there are uncertain times and like it really really is it is a really uncertain time and i think for us as teachers and you and i don't need to plan out a ton of stuff like we're not like we you know we don't need to plan out every detail but it would be nice to have some kind of an idea right like i think it even makes us a little unsettled that feeling of the unknown but i do know that we got through what we got through and and you know i would be lying to say that it wasn't brutal it was brutal um but we learned a lot, we grew a lot, and we're going to continue to do that going forward, um, no matter what it looks like. And I know that we'll, you know, we'll do the bet we'll we'll do the best with what we have.
1: And I think we really enjoyed working with teachers from, mm-hmm. you know, like speech, special education, yeah. and you know, incorporating these tools and. You know, like even working with Liz and Jenny from Legend Springs and, you know, in that last meet and Basil did a great job of like, you know, really pumping us up and giving us so much kudos of... You know what we we're able to give and provide those teachers through all those sessions, and the importance of you know there was talk about purchasing like lessons from, and then Basil just kept coming back to me like it's those connections, it's mm-hmm. able to see a face of like Rob, Jenny, or Liz, and send off that email. I'm sorry, christy, oh, well. christy sorry. <laughs> uh, did I leave you out both times? Yeah, just there. Um, you know, I just assumed you're beside me mm-hmm. here. You know, and you know, just we loved providing those tools yeah. but then like in the same sense it's you know you think of like all those schools back east that just went through two quarters of this That's and like the odd. burnout like you know like we love this tech stuff but like we even hit a wall where yeah. like we, we didn't want to pick up our computer we didn't want our google classroom to ding and we didn't want to respond in that moment and i saw like a national i in usa today where um I think it was, it might have been 20%. Yeah, I think it was 20%. 20% of teachers, like, you know, if school's open, do not plan on returning to the classroom. And then think of, like, how devastating if, like, one in five teachers do not return to the classroom this August in Arizona, where we have such a a, a shortfall in terms of uh, highly qualified teachers to yeah. put in front of those kids. And and then now you're, you know, and the risks are real. You know, it's, it's really, a, a, the risks are real, and, like, you have to... Uh, value your life and you know what is most important to you but it's scary you know in terms of you know you also like you don't even think about funding you know like so much of education in Arizona mm-hmm. uh, Glendale has like a 10 percent sales tax uh, how much of that money comes from sales tax and it's like where are those shortfalls going to be filled in and like you said these are uncertain times and we have no clue you know what school is going to look like in August but I'm going to continue to focus on the good and I think our district has done a really good job of being very transparent on I Twitter and um, we talked to our good friend Dr. Tunis, and you know talking about we all want normalcy and you know so many people on the news want normalcy and they want this all to be over uh, but we also have to be very smart and understand the importance of wearing masks when you go in public and um, I just think yeah, Arizona's in you know it, it's a scary place to be
0: it is it is a scary place to be but you know like you're right our district has done a really good job um, and they will continue to do a good job and I think that um, it has taken all of this has taken a huge toll and teaching is such a mental emotional job you know you're not just you're not just doing you're not punching in and punching out like teaching is part of you it's like inside of you and so it just rocked us and um, you know it, it, it people like I can understand why there's such a big group of people that have that fear about going back and like it was tough it was really tough um, but I just hope that everybody is able to take the summer regroup um, recharge and find that spark that makes us do what we do and know that like it may look different but it's gonna be okay and as we see like There's a lot of good that comes out of challenges, um, and we can adapt and and maybe be better, you know.
1: I think we're going to end it on that. As we always say, people, if you can be anything, be kind. Now, if you loved hearing stories about rockets, if you loved hearing stories about how we nailed it and failed it and missed the mark, Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Every Tuesday or every other Tuesday during the summers, the latest episode of The Nailed It Wall will be downloaded to your phone. Now, if you want to see pictures, videos, things that we are doing, make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Lane the STEM Guy,
0: and me at a Positive Proton.